HuntStand is the most popular and functional mobile hunting app on the market. With a variety of base maps to choose from, satellite imagery that is updated every month, the ability to check the weather, no property information, and even catalog your trail cam picks, HuntStand even gives you the ability to import pins and location markers from other mobile apps. Visit HuntStand.com or download wherever you download your apps. Enter discount code SN20 at checkout for 20% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast, the Ohio Outdoors podcast. Tonight, Paul and I are sitting down here, basement dwelling. Uh, we just had a, we got our workout in Eventful. here. It was Late fun. At nine o'clock uh, p.m., rounding up of the chickens. So I walk into your house and you're like, with the broom, crazy eyed. Yeah, you get this like little kid like headlamp. It's a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Hilarious. Took a picture of it. Look for it on Go Wild and Instagram. Me and, pretty, me and Little funny. Man both have those. Uh, I don't know how we ended up with two of them, but I use it all the time. It's weird. It's hilarious. You know, I spent a lot of money on a, like a good headlamp. I don't even know where it's at right now, no but idea. I can find the dino one. The, the best part was when you turn it on, it was like, Rah! It definitely <laughs> like a dinosaur. gives you three roars. Hilarious. Yeah, back, back, back. So, But we had to go out, and uh, for whatever reason, my chickens uh, decided not to get into their coop, and they sit in the middle of the yard in the same spot every time they do this. I uh, don't know if there's predator or something nearby, but for whatever reason, they did not want to go in there. So uh, they also don't do much in the dark. And the I mean, you, you you had this broom and were full sprint chasing this rooster around the yard. Old Mater boy. He Mater. Uh, gave me the run for my money there tonight. Hilarious. So. That's how you start a podcast. Uh, it by is. Chicken rounding. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. So. Uh, before we get into everything, I just want to give a rundown quickly of our partners. We've got Go Wild. Uh, don't forget, Send It Slam, July 9th. We're going to talk a lot more about that as time goes on. Uh, it's going to be a 3D archery competition, concert, local breweries, food, family fun event. Lots going on there. So, time to go wild.com. If you go underneath, I think it's the stories. Um, tab we got all the information there how to register we're registered we are we're ready to go we got our tea yeah. time set yep ready to go we got we got a nice little crew going down yeah we'll get a we a, were looking for like airbnbs and so so my wife finds this she's like what what about a houseboat i'm like yeah yeah houseboat sounds great it was like eight thousand dollars a night or something ridiculous like that i'm like we'll see if we can book like a three-hour like <laughs> session for twenty eight dollars. If we're gonna do an eight thousand dollar houseboat, we're gonna need more partners. Yeah, no, we're we're not we're not doing the houseboat. <laughs> Speaking of that, though, we do have a new partner. Uh-oh. So, uh, one of the things we'll talk more as time goes on, but uh, we are we're gonna do a little bit of work with the guys over at First Light. So, if you're not familiar, Paul is uh, sporting his his new First Light hat. He's Brand looks new. good. He looks real good. Yeah, bought it last week. Got a Spectre pattern on there, but the I bought into this a couple of years ago, and I thought I'd stick my toe in the water, test it out. Kind of fell in love. Um, not gonna lie, it's basically all I wear when I go in the woods nowadays, and for a reason. You know, it works, and it's it keeps you warm when you need to be warm, and and cool when you're not. And the stuff is very durable in my in my experience. Um, it's good stuff. So it's to me, it's worth the money. Uh, it takes time, build up your collection. 
And right now they've got 20% off uh, going on their website. So good way to start. Base layers are the bomb. Okay, so if you need something to help keep warm. But if you're going to go with one exterior outfit, Catalyst System is my favorite. So. Is it? That yeah. stuff looks really sharp. I haven't I haven't seen any of it any of it yet, but I'm looking forward to their waterfowl line that they just announced. What end of last summer that they were coming out with? That? Yeah, I think that's later this this summer. So once they get yeah, everything released for the year, we'll get somebody on from First Light to give us a rundown there, and then tethered. Yep, boys are tethered saddle hunting. I'm going to get up into a saddle system for the first time this year. Months, can you believe that? Uh, big yeah, fellas, I can't get, wait. Big fellas, getting up there. I'm gonna climb a tree. We're gonna film it. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm I'm a little apprehensive, but I'm looking forward to it. If there's so. one good thing about turkey season ending, yeah, it's gonna be that it's time to get Paul up in the tree. Slash fishing and fishing. Yeah, yeah. other side and summer. Uh, you know, you know what's gonna happen? I'm I'm just gonna make an excuse after excuse after excuse, and you'd be like, "Hey, man, deer season starts tomorrow. Do you want to?" <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, "What's what's a saddle months? I've never never heard of this." Oh stuff. So, shoot, I can't. No, I'm looking forward to it. Tethered dot com tetherednation.com yep. you can buy their stuff on go wild as well so check that out looking forward to it uh and it says what tuesday monday what is today i don't even know my, i'm like my brain is mush it's monday 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 morning correct or monday evening Jesus. monday yeah dude are monday. you okay i oh, am yeah. man i'm okay. so tired so i turkey season yeah oh, tell us where were you last Start, week so i mean i've been i was in tennessee last week hunting that was awful absolutely awful it's nothing against the people of Tennessee. No, Tennessee's great. Donors that I was that I was down there with, absolutely great. The land was beautiful. This massive piece of like federal property. It was kind of neat. Like I was reading about it. The, the federal government in like I don't know, like the late fifties or sixties decided that they want to create like this recreation area. And so kind of kind of like kind of crappy. They they go in and they just kick these families out. I mean, hundreds of families lived on this property. So I mean, it was pretty sad. On that aspect. And so you would walk around the woods and you would come across like these old homesteads. And like it was kind of it was kind of crappy, man. I was reading I was reading about it like the government would they would offer these people if your house is worth one hundred thousand dollars they're like, here's one hundred thousand dollars. I don't want to move. Well, then they would take it by eminent domain and then they would just burn these properties to the ground. They would would take these people out of their house. They would burn to the ground. How long goes this? This is like this, John F. Kennedy did this. I mean, this is recent. This is not like 1920s. Uh, Kennedy started this this program to create this this area. And I mean, it was kind of I don't know. It was kind of bittersweet for me. I'm like, you know, I, I like that there's public land, but, you know, you protect private property rights. Like I'm big about that. So, I mean, it was kind of you'd walk across some of these old these old homesteads and it's just a foundation. And it was, was really sad. Like you would see like daffodils that were around the foundation instead of that have been there for decades. a long time yeah and then you'd see like these little ornamental you know arborvitae or whatever that were clearly planted in a in a flower bed at one point and they're 20 feet tall now you know and it's just like man that's 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 kind of rough and one of the kind of the on like on the more like the historical side um this area there was a, a pretty large battle during the civil war and in, in this area so there were there was the main confederate base confederate fort and then they had like satellite forts all over this this property and so when you walk through the woods the the confederate army would they would dig these trenches and they would have soldiers on patrol on lookout in these trenches well you just walk through this area and you'd find these old trenches in the woods 
And so you just stand there and you're like, this is amazing. I mean, like, like, like people, people died here, people fought here. And it's just one of those things you, I took the time to like, think about what happened at this exact spot. And I mean, it was, it was very humbling for me, uh, on some of these areas. Uh, I did see another snake, not as funny as, you know, I was just stepping over a log and there's a timber rattler and I, I, I freaked out. I panicked and I just was like, you know what? I'm going home. I'm, I'm done. Done with the state. I saw a bunch of wild hogs. That was cool. That is cool. Those things were huge. They were real. They were real big. Um, one of them, like, you know, how, like trees will like blow down and it'll create that little like pocket in the ground. This hog was like down inside of this, like just wallowing in the water. Popped right out. It was 40 feet from me, but it was pretty neat. It was, it was a good time. The hunting was absolutely miserable. It was cold. It was windy. It was rainy. It was awful. Didn't even, I mean, I, I got on turkeys the first day, which ironically the worst weather day was the first day I was there. And mm-hmm. then after that, like it just, I mean, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was all bad, but. So talk to me, uh, you've yeah. got more experience with the turkeys when it comes to weather. Obviously we were out last weekend. The weather was beautiful. It still didn't really help us, but the, uh, when you get nasty weather, does it affect how they move? I mean, we I always, know. you always hear deer hunters say, oh, they don't move in the rain, yeah. but I think they actually might. It's just that when you, if it's raining, the hunter doesn't go to the woods, so they don't yeah. see them moving. But I've got plenty of camera pictures with some wicked weather going on and deer in front of it. So, you know, I wish, I wish that I had like a good answer for that or like a, a, a solid understanding. So let's just go to like just, just real quick back to Tennessee. Monday morning, opening day. It's 38 degrees. There's a 20 mile an hour wind, and it's like drizzling rain. It's cloudy. It's absolutely miserable. Turkeys are gobbling their heads off on the limb. Hit the ground, gobbling, good interactions. No one wanted to die. Fast forward to Wednesday, the last day there, morning temperatures. There's not a cloud in the sky. It's 60 degrees. It's absolutely perfect. Beautiful. A little windy, but beautiful. Zero gobbling. The opener in Ohio. Beautiful. 55. Not a cloud in the sky. Nice 70 degrees by 8 o'clock. Nothing. You know, well, well, for us, like in our section of the woods, we were in where we were, yeah. right? So I don't, I don't, man. Turkeys are going to turkey. That's all. That's all I can tell you. And I, I have, I, like, I don't think anyone can. Like, we, had, we, we. Had, I asked Dave Owens kind of the similar question. He just laughed. He's like, you know, when I figure that out, I'll let you know. Right. And I don't. I mean, they say that that like a drop in bear, barometric pressure will like suppress gobbling activity. That's scientific fact. Man, I just feel like if they want to do something, they're you know it's if it's in their head to gobble. I mean, I saw a video of uh, Clint Casper, our buddy from Working Class Bowhunter, smacking a Merriam turkey, and there's like three feet of snow on the ground, yeah, like in the middle of a blizzard. And this thing's gobbling and strutting around, and I don't know, man. I just I think like they just get in the mood and they're ready to go. I think a lot of things happen. I think one, they're wild animals, right? Yeah. Two, we're humans and we overanalyze everything. Hundred <laughs> percent. So, uh, and there is there's a huge part of the weather i think does play a part of of, of that the barometric pressure one's interesting because i feel like when deer deer will move when it's higher uh, yeah. so yeah so that big spike in barometric pressure like they'll they'll start gobbling and then when it drops like you know low pressure moves in they'll they'll just shut up i mean they're they're, they're always going to be down there they're always going to be i think with turkeys like especially with hunters you know in the spring, we, we like we need to hear them gobbling. We just think like the only way we can kill a turkey is if it's gobbling. I've gone through areas, and even today I went through an area where there's there's scratching 
everywhere. So it's just like, you know, if I could sit here for six hours, they'd probably come back right. at right. some point. You know, if I would just stop walking right. and just sit down. Um, but I, I don't know, like spring turkey. I just get I get so focused on like, well, there's nothing here. Let's just walk and walk and walk and walk and walk. And, and then sometimes it works. Sometimes that today was awesome. Yeah. Um, but it goes back to so not to give you my personal issues no. in life, but uh, sometimes I have, I have trouble when things I can't control. <laughs> yeah, God, don't we all? Uh, you can't control if that deer walks underneath your stand. Yeah. You can't control if the bird is nearby right it is so damn frustrating it is very frustrating but i think that's one of those things you just have to tell yourself so let's talk about this weekend um while we're on kind of on this you know that was one of those things that even though there were we didn't we didn't encounter any birds man what a hell of a what a hell of a morning it was just it was absolutely beautiful it was amazing i mean that was spring man it's like in your blood the the, the, what they always say with the vitamin d in the sun and warmth oh my god little breeze and you know it's funny like the woods have like a certain smell in the spring yes and then they have a certain smell in the fall and we got like the full taste of that the full you know just breathe it in man and i was dying my allergies are at like peak peak misery um but it was just it was it was beautiful. I mean, I was there with you, my 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 son and my my buddy Kenny were out, you know, putzing around hunting on the other side of this big property, and I mean, it was awesome. I mean, we heard one turkey. We saw we met some guys out on the trail, and yeah, so it was cool. It was still it was still fun. I think when 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 the hunting's bad, you have to like enjoy what you're doing at that exact moment because it's a privilege, man. But not everyone gets to do that. After last week's was it monday when it was snowing and we were snow covered for a second and then to have that on saturday take I, it i didn't care what we yeah. gave us but uh we so as paul said we had four people in our, our group we were down it's a big piece of public down there and uh sent two one way and sent two the other way so me and paul went the one way and we went for a real nice seven and a half mile hike in the woods. Seven and a half miles. And the other, the other two sat there and had birds on them all morning. And yeah. uh, it was funny because he, you texted, uh, you were texting with them, and then, well, at one point they're like, "Oh, we're ready to go. We haven't heard anything in ten minutes." And it's like, ten minutes? So are you are you serious? We haven't heard anything <laughs> in three hours. Like, yeah. what do you mean ten minutes? And then uh, the best one I thought was. When you're like, I don't know. They said that all they could see was the head over top of the log, and I'm sitting there like, well, isn't that what we're we're going for? Is just yeah. the head? Like, what? yeah, I love them. I, it's my son and, and and you know my best friend. And I was like, dude, you you, you saw the head? Well, you know, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so, and you know, in their defense, we've all been there. We're we're like, you look, and it might be at. Uh, you might think it's a little farther away. Who knows, man? There's that overanalyzing that we yes. talk about. And I got sucked into that today. So Parker McDonald inspired me, man. Parker Saw McDonald, that. Southern Ground Hunting, New Spot Monday. So I just picked, I found this state forest, fairly close, never been to it, heard of it, never been to it. Find a parking spot on Onyx, drop a pen, go there this morning, look at the to- you know the Onyx map. Going to get into an area where you know, we where we i think we can hear birds um we can we can hear we can hear turkeys months and they're kind of across this across this ridge okay and so we so we move just a little farther down and we start working towards like this this ravine it's still i mean it's still it's pretty dark still so we get up to this ravine and it's like 
rock face straight down this beautiful creek on the bottom we had no idea so we stopped how people die paul oh my god it was like like ken and i we get up to the to the edge of this i'm like well we're we're not going down that i mean it's like sheer straight down and because on the on the map like it didn't look it didn't look that aggressive and then until you get there and it's just like uh, i don't know so so we work we go like really far out of our way from and there's there's a couple birds gobbling out here and so we get to a point where I'm like, all right, this is it. We can cross here. I get like five feet down down this hill. Big fella loses four-wheel drive traction, and I slide down this hill like like at least 75 feet. Ugh. And I'm picking up speed. I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. Like, I'm going in the water. There's like this lay-down log. I'm like, okay, I can like lay down and go. And I finally, like, I just lose momentum. It was super loud. And I'm like, oh, God, I probably scared those turkeys, right? So... So we get through this creek, and this creek, I've never seen this, man. It was like the mineral staining, because okay. there was a lot of mining out in this area at one point. Dude, this creek was blood red. Hmm. It was iron. really, it was, it was, re- yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the iron. It was really, it was really neat. It was really pretty, pretty environment. So we get out there, a lot of pine trees, we could find like a good transition. And I've got that tube call that, like you've heard me, and I've been getting better and better and better. So like we're walking up to this kind of this transition, and I'm like, they gotta be in that pine tree and they because they haven't gobbled this is like two hours after two hours later so i hit that tube called boom still up in the tree no no on oh. the ground in the pine trees down this little ridge right in front of us less than 50 yards perfect we set up and do some real light calling and this turkey was so close you could hear him walking through the woods and i hear him walk off to my left so he finally like pops up and i see this i see this turkey and i'm like ah oh, game time man like he's he's gonna come in and so he he kind of drops down the ridge again i shift my body a little bit pull my gun up and he like just comes up on the top of this ridge and he and at this point he's like 60 yards but i'm not gonna shoot 60 yards even though the the ammo and the gun that i shoot like they say you can shoot i'm not gonna do that okay not just yeah just not my thing i'm comfortable 40 maybe 45 and he just like looks, he's this red, white, and blue heads just pop around. He's just looking, never gobbled. And just like, he didn't see us because he didn't. I mean, I've scared plenty of turkeys in my day. When you scare them, they are gone. Mm-hmm. He just like slowly turned around and just walked right over this ridge. Didn't like, didn't run, just, it just but just doing like, like, what's he doing? He's being a turkey. He didn't want to, like, he didn't, he didn't see an easy hand. Like, he didn't want to work for it. You know, he saw something that he didn't like. And he just turned around and walked away. Did you have a decoy out or no? We did. Yeah, we did. We did have a decoy. Um, It was kind of higher up, you know, and and so there's like where he's at, there's a little swale. So it might have been too far back on this little flat spot that he couldn't because he was, you know, he was, you know, there's maybe 12, 15 feet of elevation change from where the decoy was. And he just may not have seen it. But I mean, once you guys could see him, did you quit calling? Oh, yeah. No, we, we, we quit. We quit. Quit calling. And when he started to walk over that ridge to go back, I, you know, I, I kind of motioned to my buddy Ken, and, and he called like real soft and did a little purr, just to see if we could get him to stop and, and come back and look. And I just watched him walk and just drop, just try drop right over. I mean, he just wasn't, he wasn't ready. Hmm. So, but the shot gobble was awesome. I mean, that was really cool. I mean, yeah. it's it, like you haven't been like within thirty yards of them gobbling. It like you can feel it. I mean, it's insane how loud it is, and yeah. that is so cool. Last year. I remember in the spring we had one. I think he was up in a tree, just going. 
once you hit the ground, you got real quiet. Yeah. But man, it does. It gets you going. And then I remember I did have shot gobble last year, not off of myself, but uh, some hawk would just flying over and gave the all. And I, was, yeah. oh, and I didn't God, even know he was. Is. I didn't even know he was there. That was that yeah. was the best part. So. That's the best. I I have been drinking from the cut Strickland Kool Aid, man. That, with those tube calls for a couple years now, and damn, I love them. Yes. So I got a new one. A guy named the Ozark Ridge. Okay. Call company out of Missouri. Love this guy. Good stuff. Billy Green is his name. Gotcha. He make this. I bought this tube call. It's like twenty five dollars. Is that the one and that me, had like the, the? It's not the trumpet, is it? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, okay. this is this is the actual like little wooden tube, okay. wooden, little wooden tube call. You were hitting that one pretty hard Saturday. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, and I keep getting better at it. Like I finally figured out how to yelp like really, really well on that thing. I love it. Yeah. Big, big fan. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I've got. I'm gonna hunt tomorrow, and then uh, Wednesday, Thursday, I'll pro- I probably won't hunt. Friday, I'm taking off to New York City for an event for work, which I'm not looking forward to. That I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Never been to New York City. Have you ever been? Yeah, never been. It's cool. I I mean, it's really good if you have like a a guide. So I had a, a buddy in college who was from Long Island, and one time we were going there, and he just wrote me an email. This is where you go. This is the subway yeah. you take. This is the exit you get off. See this, 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 this. this. Yeah. So my there there's a guy. He's the the he's on Instagram. He's a really really cool guy. The urban, um, urban urban archery urban archery guy, New York City guy. Okay. His name is Cliff Cadet. Look him up. Really neat guy, super cool. Just started hunting during the pandemic because why not? You got nothing else to do, and he's just like falling in love with it, shooting his bow. Got his first turkey last year, first deer. So the guy lives in New York City, and bow hunts. Takes a subway to get to public land outside of the city, and like walks like to get to this like this public spot because he doesn't drive, didn't have a car. And I mean, so the dedication and, and I, so I've been, I just reached out to him on Instagram and, you know, a couple months ago and, and we've come, I don't, I don't want to say friends, but just acquaintances on the internet and just, you know, exchange information and he's, he's going to be my guide, Good. Uh, but man, I'm not, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm not, man. Like this hillbilly from Ohio is I'm, like, I'm getting nervous about it. Just thinking about it. Yeah, man. Uh, when I get on 70 or 71 and think the traffic's going fast like it's a different speed in new york city yeah that's and nobody cares about you they don't no they don't they don't care they just i'm gonna have my thing and i'm gonna have my nwtf stickers and my first light stickers my o2 podcast stickers on my truck they won't know what that is yeah they're gonna be yeah it's gonna be miserable so but i'm doing some 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 deep sea fishing in the ocean there off new york city for an event so good luck you come back with fun stuff i'm actually gonna go, go up for walleye uh, this weekend. That's the, yeah, this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Be fun. So they start running up there, like. Dude, I, I've heard some real good, good things about the uh, how they're biting right now. So are they? come back next week and we'll have a have a little bit of a report, hopefully, and I hopefully have a full freezer. But that'd be all right. Uh, yes, I'll take that. So what else is going on? We need to start shooting our bows. Um, speak for yourself. I you shoot your bow. Yeah, all the all the time. Okay, I don't. I I don't. Dude, I don't even have a sight on my bow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Here's my problem. Uh, so I have been practicing and tuning and messing with weights and all this kind of stuff. So uh, you just got your new serious archery arrows? What last week? Yeah, and I lost one already. Uh, yeah. so <laughs> that's on. my problem. Is that I was out there today shooting a little bit, and what did I do? It's always something. I put one into the deer's leg, so. 
like the target. The, the, yeah, yeah, the, the target. The plastic. And that, when I say that, okay, it's not because I'm bad at archer. It's because I'm screwing around with stuff. It's or really far or whatever. Tri- trial and error. I mean, or, testing. Or I'm a bad archer. But the one went through the, the plastic of the deer's leg. So it's got okay. that big collar on it. This is actually, this was one of the grizzly stick arrows. But it goes through the leg. I can't get the damn thing out. I had to get the drill out and drill bigger like holes, widen the holes in this deer's leg to get the damn arrow out. Oh, my God. Then there was another one. It went into the strap of the target, and I couldn't get that one out be- again because of the collar. How did I get that one out? I think I pulled all the way through. It just destroyed the fletching, destroyed the, the veins completely. I mean, I'll put new ones on. Uh um, but then last week I was shooting. I lost two into the into the pine trees. This is this is stupid, and I need to get this uh, under control because uh, <laughs> I'm I'm going to start losing way too many arrows, and it's going to start adding. You need up. to build like a straw backstop. Well, I have like four bales of straw there, but obviously it's not enough. So. <laughs> <laughs> and you need twelve, right? Yes. So, so uh, I don't know, man. I I I need to get. I need to either like buy a new bow or I need to finish because the, the bow that I have, I've, I've used, I used for a while. I've, you know, I've had it for a couple of years. It's older, but it's super fast. It's moderately quiet. It, it's a good bow. I've had the limbs crack on it twice. And so it's a Martin and like they, they like disappeared for years. I think somebody else bought them. Up Someone bought them or bought the name, but I guess like their factory burned down. But they, so like if the limbs break, there are no, there are no replacements. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what I'm to do, but I got I got to do something because I need to kill a deer with a bow this year out of a tethered stand. There you go, three feet off the ground. So <laughs> that's uh, we can. Uh, you know, I'm always up to go hang out at the bow shop if if you want to go. Yeah, but we can do that. Try try that out. I'm 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 gonna do some some turkey hunting in Kentucky next week. Oh, that'd be fun with uh, with our buddy Derek. We'll go wild. That'll be fun. I'm, He's already got one on the board. He does, man. That guy's a killer. We got we got a couple O2 listeners that are out there slaughtering some turkeys. Hunter Mueller, I he, he listens to the show. That sucker has killed like five turkeys already. It's nuts. That dude is a killer. Good for you, Hunter. That's nuts. Yeah, uh we got I mean, we got plenty of time. It'll go fast, but the whole month, as long as T ball and soccer doesn't get in the way, we'll be all right. Yeah. One turkey this year. And you know, it's it's funny, we were talking like Kenny and Mason had that like their season could have been over twenty minutes after first shot, right? And I don't know, like I, obviously, like I would be really excited that I killed a turkey, but I just enjoy the process. I enjoy the hunt. I enjoy like the the woods, and like I would, you know, like if I killed a turkey t- t- tomorrow, you and I are going to go out. My son and I are going to go out. Can you know just to just to assist and call and do whatever, but. That'd be a weird, that'd be like a weird vibe for me, man. If I killed my only turkey opening day and then I, and I didn't go out the rest of the year, like I was just, it was it. Like I turkey hunted one day for, I I would be, I'd probably just go out and sit in the woods and just yelp. Yes. (laughs) Just to see him, you know? So comparing it to deer, I mean, if you went out day one and shot your buck for the year, I mean, I'd be okay with that a hundred percent. Yeah. No pressure, you know, as long as you're happy with what you got, you know, but then You've got the rest of the year, especially with the turkey stuff, to help other people. You can check out other states. Like, yeah, there's a true. lot for me that's going to ride on. Uh, you know, if I go over to Pennsylvania at all, it's going to rely on, or you ride on if I get one over here. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. We'll uh, we'll figure it out. But this week it's the Ohio State. 
parks week so the state oh, yeah. state parks week uh, that if you get a chance get out and enjoy one of the state parks lots going on there um do you want to talk about the archery hike down there in hocking hills yeah justin ross archery hike so you can find him on facebook instagram archery hike to search that real neat uh Real neat little program. I think it's the, the they're doing it to, to to raise some money uh, for charitable donations for the uh, hunters feeding the hungry, um, farmers and or, hunters. Or feeding thank the you, hungry. farmers, farmers and hunters feeding the hungry. It's gonna be July fifteenth to seventeenth, and uh, down in Logan, Ohio, a mile plus round trip hike, three hundred feet of elevation gain, twenty four real life three D targets. Let's see. There's a bow raffle. There you go, Paul. That's yeah. how you get your bow. That's gonna be yeah, Justin, rig that rig that for me. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That would be your luck. They actually do pull your name right. in. Right. It's then, only after uh, a week after I buy a bow. Right. So that's um, yeah, that's gonna us. be that's gonna be a lot of that's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm not sure right, what the uh one day hiking pass. Uh fifty bucks, two days, yep. ninety, three days, one twenty. So some. that's the same weekend. There's there's a big IBO shoot in Nelsonville going on that same weekend. So if you're going down there to to do the IBO or to watch it, come back up. I mean, it's this is I mean this is in that neck of the woods. So and it says the email address if you've got any questions is archeryhike at gmail yeah. We've had a couple reach out to us yeah. about about that. So people are going to film. We're going to be there. To, We'll be doing some live stuff and 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 having a good old time. So I think it'd be cool. That'll be uh, that'll be a good time. Um. So yeah. I'm... What do we got? NWTF. Is that we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just months just circled something on on a piece of paper. He's like, talk about this, and I'm like, turkey email from. So the so the NWTF. Everyone knows that. You know where I stand with the NWTF. I love it, Andrew. I know you do, Paul. Live and breathe the wild turkey. So, Turkey Trek, the NWTF has joined forces with the the guys at Meat Eater. The goal is to sign up three thousand new members to the NWTF. That's a thirty five dollar donation per year. That money stays and goes towards the mission of the National Wild Turkey Federation, the conservation of wild turkey, preservation of our hunting heritage. So, thirty five bucks, you get a magazine. This magazine right here, Turkey Call All Access, pretty cool. it's it's such a it's it's such a like all all you hear when I when I go around the country lost population lost habitat blah 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 all these things that money though that membership money it goes towards the research it goes towards the habitat work to the restoration work to bolster these populations for the wild turkey it's a noble cause um, get on the website nwtf.org click on the become a member thirty five dollars every year if you want to do two years you can do it if you want to become a major donor reach out to me that's what I do. If you're a major donor, we can allocate funds to stay in this state for specific things. If it's research in the state of Ohio, if it's uh, helping you know, women in the outdoors, the Jake's program, we can do all that. It's really neat. What's cool? What, what I what I like about this about the major donor program. So, and this is across all fifty states. If someone donates cash to the NWTF through my through my program through through you know as, as a major donor, for every dollar that you donate, five dollars. We can put a five dollar bill with that donor or with that with that dollar. So five to one match. Some programs it's up to twenty three dollars to one match. Wow. So you know, 
that's that's change that's that's force that's that's uh that's pretty cool so cool wtf.org join it you can tag i think i think that it's what turkey trek or hashtag turkey trek is the hashtag that uh that Something we're using like that. so meteor guys are getting in they're doing a lot of fun stuff so yeah. very cool and it's guys 35 bucks man 35 dollars Just... man and it it, it it you know it stays and it goes towards something that you love hunting wild turkeys absolutely yeah so, so. big big fan well, what's uh? You said you're heading out east this weekend. I'm gonna go fish. Might get uh, get out in the woods for some turkey a little bit, but I don't know, man. I I I get, I get nervous going out in the woods without Damn. without you, especially if we were talking about the timber rattler stuff. Like yeah. I don't know about that. And then we saw that massive snake crawling across the road yeah, on the way out, and I was black like, snake or king snake or nope, whatever it was. Yeah. Nope. I mean, the timber rattler. I that's the first one that i've seen in the wild mm. hunting and i know we have them in ohio obviously tennessee those southern states are gonna have more of a you know more of a population but man it was it was intimidating i'm not gonna lie i mean i as i'm stepping over this log i see that diamond head and that sucker like coils up and tightens up and i'm like oh shit buckle up son right. <laughs> it's, it's about to get wild yeah. and lucky that snake was was he was in a good mood yeah so because he could he could have bit my ass i mean i was that close yeah <laughs> And he started, you know, I, I he started rattling, and I mean, it was just, it was intense. So, yeah, good deal. Uh, well, yeah. you weren't here last week. I talked a little bit about the uh, new hunting regulations. Do you have any thoughts on the reduction in fall turkey season? I do. Would I do. you like to I, give I, us I do. your thoughts? I do, or I do, do you have wanna... thoughts. So we we we've we've talked about this. I do not. I want to preface this right. And I want you, the listeners, to understand and listen to what I'm saying. I do not like seeing a reduction of opportunity, hunting opportunity, for any species if there's no biological impact to that or for that for that reduction. So Mark Mark Wiley talked about the pulp production loss, you know, the drops, you know, the last couple of years, poor pulp production. So we had the loss of the one gobbler for the spring season. What are you doing? Picking at my fingers. The Sorry. look in your face is throwing me off. Like you, on my finger that I was <laughs> you're like you're like looking at it like is there bugs coming out your finger? So that's that's gnarly. So I don't like a loss of hunting opportunity if there is no biological reason for it. So you know we look at the impact to the to the turkey population in the fall season. It's less than a, one half of one percent is the is the total impact to the and that is nominal as long as that impact is under 10 percent, it's the threshold for biologists people smarter than me 10 percent is their threshold we're we're a half of one percent is the impact so you know people say well the more gobblers that are taken off of the you know they'll be available in the spring it doesn't matter like there's no biological impact like those turkey there's still plenty of turkeys to populate i don't like the loss i guess you know it's it's, it's it was kind of like a middle ground you know, it's the same length as the spring season, which I thought was good. It wasn't as aggressive uh, that was that was proposed. Um, I mean, I default to Mark Wiley on all this stuff, and I'm going to be honest with you. If Mark's like, "Well, we need to do this," then I'm going to say, "You know what? Okay, I'll get I'll get behind it." So, you know, for the for the fall turkey hunters that are diehard, I feel bad for those guys. Uh, that's it's they're they're as passionate as spring hunters are. And it's just there's fewer of them, so I think their voice isn't as loud. And they get kind of picked on. And, and I don't think that's fair, but, you know, the research that I did, the, re the people that I talked to, 
there was no biological impact to the, to the fall season. It's mm. such a small number. Not a lot of people do it. So Yeah. And deer hunters, quit whacking turkeys with a bow when they're just walking by you. Like <laughs> Right, right, right. When you do that, we're talking like if if, if you take out all the archery kill, forty eight percent of all the fall harvest was archery hunters. So wow. like and, and you just think about that, of that forty percent, most of those guys were probably bow hunting deer. And it's just turkey walk by, shoot it. Do your thing. You got a license. It's legal. Shoot it. Thanksgiving. All that good stuff. But actual like fall turkey hunting, man, it's such a small percentage yeah. of people that, that impact it. So. Yeah, and that's Ohio. But it's also, I mean, when I go over to Pennsylvania, I've done that in the past. People are like, wait, why are you going turkey hunting? It's deer season, you know. It's just right. another reason to carry a gun around in the woods. Are you right? damn right. Yeah. Yep. So. Damn right. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I hope that. Um, I do like that that the state is is doing something. You look at these states in the South, Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee. All you hear, birds are gone, birds are gone, birds are gone. It's not the same, not the same. They like just now, they've known about an issue. They've known about the issue for years, and just now are starting to make those opportunities, reductions, and opportunities. Whether it be timing, length of season bag limit they're they're making those changes some of those and states, it's almost too late but some of those states still have massive i mean you You're get right. what four birds in alabama is that what it's insane is? four turkeys what? there's not a man alive that needs to kill four turkeys in one state in one state that's on that's this it's just ridiculous man and no one no one needs to kill that many like i, I love killing turkeys i love it and like when, when when I was down there, I had a conversation with some guy, and 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 I'm not going to name names, but you know this guy was telling me a story about how one of this like the most well known turkey callers of all time would guide hunts, and at the time Alabama had like a 44 day season, and every day this guy would go out this 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 world champion caller would take a would take a a, a client out, and every day would take a turkey off his property, and this is like a small property. Small. It's not pie. This is this is like a private property, right? And then, and I'm like, well, you just killed 44 turkeys off of one property, and then you've got four or five other guides at this place that are taking, you know, taking people out. So, so you're killing just say 100 turkeys off of 1,000 acre property, and then 15 years down the road, you're like, well, where'd all the turkeys go? Well, no shit. Like you, you've been killing right 70 percent of the toms every year on your property like there's like the, those repercussions are happening and i like that the state of ohio is being very proactive in that yeah they're not being reactive like the southern states are and i'm not bashing on you southern guys that are listening to me i love you i want you to have turkeys right but it's it's it because it's it's serious man it, it's a serious issue down there well it, it really is yeah and i i mean that's where chamberlain's at down yeah. there in georgia and and i know they're 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 big on it right now but yeah they do tend to have i don't know very liberal um you can't say that word down south but uh uh bag limits. don't salt me son <laughs> what, <laughs> i was just getting all of you what is it like uh parker's telling us in alabama a doe a day or something that's insane yeah and i think you can is it i don't know how many bucks it is but it, it, a lot i think they were doing the math the other day on something and then actually that might have been josh up there in wisconsin because he had been down in alabama but i mean you could take a lot of bucks too if yeah. you did it right and well i was talking to the guys in tennessee and they said at one point you could take like 12 deer a year in tennessee four bucks like that's that like that blows my mind and then it's just like the same thing you wonder like well well we don't have the we don't have big deer like y'all do in ohio and it's just well once again you're killing four bucks a year you're killing everything that walks by like it's just it's just interesting like 
how human predation affects the landscape. And then, but then we're like, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It, yeah. it does do the research. And it's just the same thing. Like we talk about with the turkeys, like we have to get up to that point of biological impact and then, and then pull back. So we talk about that all night and would probably be better suited with someone smarter than me. I just regurgitate what other people tell me because I listen and right. I really want to learn when, when I ask those questions from smart folks. Um, it's interesting. Yep. I think we're making, I really, I think we're making the right decisions in Ohio for the most part. I don't like the loss of opportunity. Um, I liked that it was a compromise uh, for the fall, the spring. I think this is going to be good. I think this is temporary. I think everything's like we're doing, we're doing the right things. So, yeah, I'm obviously hoping for a good hatch this year. Yeah. I think we need the rain to quit. I've heard that you we know, do. You get wet springs. It's not. Not usually very good. Well, that's what Mark was saying that that, that a, a turkey poult can't regulate their body temperature for what the first three weeks of its life makes sense. So you get those cold, wet springs, you wipe out a turkey population, poult population, right? But so. I'm sure the eggs haven't hatched yet, so uh, maybe in, they'll get the next couple of weeks. I've seen turns. some pictures of some good nests. Yeah, um, I saw a picture today from a guy uh, on some public property in Ohio. Or 14 eggs in this nest. Wow. Yeah, 14 eggs. Fingers crossed. Yep, I hope every one of them hatches. Right. So. But. Well, looking at the forecast, I mean, at least for around here, it doesn't look too hateful. It's not hateful. I mean, it's a little it's a little wonky, but like the worst, like last year, man. Remember, like, that first week of May, like 25 degrees. Oh, yeah. So. It's not good. Yeah, cold and wet, no good. So, cold overnight, I think those little, those little dudes can... Can huddle, survive huddle under mama yeah exactly well that's a good little 40 minute bs session was so. that 40 minutes oh my god i hope you guys are still listening yeah if anybody's still out there uh follow us on instagram uh d.o2.podcast twitter's go was it at ohio hunt at i ohio literally hunt. haven't been on that in like three weeks and now that elon musk owns twitter yeah. you might not get kicked off anymore. so i deleted my personal twitter account oh. i couldn't take it anymore. it wasn't deleted for you no, I actually <laughs> thought about going out like guns blazing, uh, but I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to get sucked into it. I'm just going to delete this thing. It's just I, I, like everyone has like you and I have a platform and thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Twitter, Facebook, it gives people a platform and then people abuse that platform. Yeah. And they're just dicks. Like there, there are guys on Instagram, like in the turkey world. And you know who I'm talking about. They just run their mouth. Mm hmm. But if they're sitting in front of me, they're not gonna say a word. They're not gonna say a word to me about that, and that's what I don't like. Like if you if you if you are the type of person like you and I, if we say something online, I w- I'm gonna say it to your face in person. But and I'm just not gonna. I'm like I'm not, I'm not gonna get sucked into that stuff online because they don't care. Right. Like I've had some hate online. I'm like, here's my number. Call me on the phone, and we can we will talk about this like adults. We're not gonna do it. And, and it's just silence, radio silence. Like that's what I thought, bitch. Like. <laughs> so i don't know i that twitter just it's just so negative for me man i had to get it out of my life go wild is i love it it's where it's at man it is so instagram's pretty cool too i don't read the comments on that God, i would just love to get off of those yeah I, I would too maybe one let's, of these so days. so let's here let's the new new plan new plan you and i become like multi multi multi-billionaires like, okay, like trillion like the first trillionaires right okay we buy facebook and instagram and shut them down the next day and Google, get rid of Google. Can we do that? You think it's possible? What's our what's our our trillion dollar idea? 
T-shirts. O2 podcast T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Beer koozies. We're going to sell a trillium for a dollar. Yeah. So. All right. Let's see. Uh, the O2podcast.com is our website. If yep. you guys have any uh, insight there. Hey, like Paul said, interact with us. If you got topics, stuff you guys want to hear about, let us know. Um, we're trying to do what we can to, to get some different things on here. We're going to do some fly fishing. We've got uh, – we're, we're trying to get some, some – uh, trapping, some trapping, trapping folks. We got we got some whitetail habitat guys coming up talking yep. about food plots and all that. Yeah, so. that's your neck of the woods, man. You're going to be able to talk about that at length. So I can just rattle off active ingredients, and herbicides. <laughs> but the yeah. So we're if you guys got anything, let us know, and uh, we'll be happy to try and entertain the idea. See what we can do. Um, so good luck to everybody if you get out there in the woods, go out and enjoy a state park. And uh, tag us in your pictures. Absolutely. Absolutely. So have a great weekend and take care.